Question Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is Kat. Hello. Maria. Hi. Liam. No. <laughs> you I don't even look it, like it. It was, it was crayon, I'm pretty you sure. You love with Liam. I almost said Gary as well. <laughs> Joining us today is Karen. Hi. We are back again. My name again. is Liam. <laughs> <laughs> we are back again in Kat's flat. Woo. So, how do you think the life of that kid who got Harambe shot is going to play out? <laughs> I hope he gets shot. And then he'll know. I imagine. I imagine that kid will grow up with like severe guilt and will turn into one of those wildlife scientists Hmm. or uh, preservation and become like a Chris Packham type. Yeah, and protect the gorillas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, They actually they have released the name of the kid. Have they? Yeah. So should we release the name of the kid on this podcast? Should we? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> the Daily Mail's done it. Yeah, um, Isaiah Gregg. So Isaiah Gregg, I think he's going to turn out to be gay. And I think that he's going to be into guys way bigger than him. And he's going to he's going to make them wear gorilla suits. Yeah, he's going to be major submissive. And he really wants like a dominating, really hairy man that just throws him around and stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that's you, what happened in the video. You, Have you seen you, it? It's yeah. Insert banana reference do you reckon here. He, do you reckon he'll... he'll He'll be into lots of like kinky, weird cage sex. <laughs> and that's cage the only, sexing. That's the only thing that'll get him off. It's like getting locked in a cage with like a big bear. Do you reckon he'll want people to enter his enclosure? <laughs> I, I think that's the only thing you'll want to happen. Mm-hmm. I hope to God that he watches like a King Kong film one day and has like weird flashbacks. Sexual awakening <laughs> from King Kong. Yeah. yeah. I also think that um, I kind of I kind of imagine he's going to die early. <laughs> But I don't think he's going to be shot. I mean, if his mum keeps on, you know, being the great parent that she is. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He may <laughs> never get to adults. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's probably for the best, isn't it? Yeah, so maybe you never get to that, career, that, yeah, that actually, wonderful gorilla costume yeah, sort of conclusion. If you think about it, maybe on his next trip to the zoo, he might never make it back. <laughs> if his mum's looking after him, if his parents oh. are looking after him. He might, he might just, uh, yeah, you might never make it back from the next uh, excursion. Butlins. Okay, it's going to be Butlins. What zoo do you want him to fall into instead then, next? What if you went to SeaWorld something or something? <laughs> he went into SeaWorld and fell into the, the, the orca. Whales. The orca. <laughs> oh, orcas. Or what have you. And then, oh. yeah, oh my God, then they'll have to put down the orcas. <sighs> and then there'll be fucking memes that. about that too. Yeah. I'm all for killing orcas. Why? What would they ever do to you? I'm fucking terrified of whales and they all need to die. Oh yeah, you're terrified of big fish. Killer whales are the absolute worst. You never watch those documentaries where they fucking follow a little baby other, a minky whale for like 20 miles until it's so exhausted it's practically drowning and then they just like eat lumps out of it while it's still alive and then they just like swim off they do it for fun they're fucked up well, to be yeah, fair, but humans, cats do humans that as well do, yeah. well humans yeah but cats are cute as well. <laughs> yeah, a cat my next door neighbour cat fucking murdered a completely defenceless mouse yesterday and has left it out on a trophy like a lesson to all the animals around my back garden like fucking a head cunt. on a stick Tom the cat is a cunt <laughs> He just, he also, like, he's got a habit of actually, because, like, whenever we leave the doors open, he just walks in, he just rocks up, like, oh. yo, what, what up? <laughs> what up, cat in the house? Yeah, cat in the house, pay attention to me. I mean, he hasn't got a, he's not, he hasn't even got a fucking tail either. Oh. Stupid cat. Is he one of those, um... A manx. No, no, he's just a stupid cat. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. He's obsessed with shoes. Has he got micro tail? <laughs> He's got micro tail. <laughs> He's obsessed with shoes. He like comes in and he just he kind of rocks up like he owns the place, walks in, and then just sticks his head in your shoes and then just fucks off. Oh, cats yeah, are great. I can see why. Yeah. Cats Every, are the greatest thing. Yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> they totally of course. Are. <laughs> so anyway, next thought for the day. The bouncy castle was invented in Camden. Whoop whoop. That's, that sounds do unbelievable. Do we know the reason? What was the purpose? And when did this happen? Tell me more, Peter Martin. Well, I just wrote the bouncy castle was oh. invented in Camden. Somebody said it to me in work the other day. Oh, right. I'll be 100% honest. You don't fact-check this. I, I feel like th- it's something that would have come out from the US instead of... It was. I fact-checked it, and it actually came out in the US, but it wasn't a castle. So I reckon, so I reckon this is an example of... You know how... Um, well, what did I walk past the other day? It was Charles Dickens. It was in Soho. It was like a blue plaque for Charles Dickens. But when I looked like closer, it said, he worked here for one year. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty right. fucking niche. You know, he probably worked in a bunch of places. So yeah. I reckon it's like that. Like, the bouncy form wasn't invented in Camden, but the bouncy castle form of that sort of fucking yeah, yeah, portable yeah. air-based trampoline hmm. was invented in Camden. That's pretty fucking shit. <laughs> like, have you not got better things to claim? It was actually designed in 1959 by a certain John Scurlock in, in Shreveport, Missouri? Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've read the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> Who was experimenting with inflatable covers for tennis courts when he noticed his employees enjoyed jumping on the covers. <laughs> And he thought, cha-ching, <laughs> ah, the iPhone's not been invented yet, so I'll just invent this instead. <laughs> and it was first mass-produced uh, in a manufacturing company in New Orleans. Ah. So Camden, New Orleans. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Well, it's not Camden. Maybe in the UK it came to Camden first. Maybe it's one of these things that was invented completely separately like I, I think the light bulb and the wristwatch are two things which were just invented and they, they've invented in more than one place at once i think radio might have been as well hmm. are you trying to discredit thomas edison i, mean, I might be just making this <laughs> up you don't right? do that on my time you don't do that on my time. <laughs> not on this podcast not on this podcast <laughs> yeah. okay right let's get into a question and i'm going to ask a question ax it ax are you happy no. And be honest. <laughs> um, that's a difficult question for so many reasons. Happy is such a strong word. Yeah. yeah I, I struggle to use happy. Do, do we mean at this very minute or on this particular day or at this period I, in my life? Or I, I answer think to a, all I, of those would be no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, I, I have to admit, I, I struggle to say, yes, I'm happy. I, I kind of have these... Periods of my life where I'm not suicidally miserable. <laughs> that's that's positive. That's, is that happening? This, this is the thing. Yeah. I I wonder whether we we sort of sold this like idea that everyone has to be happy. And actually, maybe the best you ever really get is being not unhappy. The best you ever get is you. Then periods where you don't want to kill yourself. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or anybody else. If your yeah. law is kind of like neutral, brilliant. Yeah, like most of the time, I'm not unhappy. Yeah, but what? Yeah, again, also, I think it it kind of comes down to how do we define happiness? Exactly. Is it just you laughing and giggling uh, all the time? 
Think I'm... Tom Cruise on Oprah. That's not yeah. Even I'm never real. gonna be that. <laughs> I'm never ever gonna be that. Like no matter what, even if I have, if I meet the man of my dreams, I will never be Tom See, Cruise. See, I have like on the Oprah. odd day, or sometimes even the odd week. If something really good's happened, um, like I'll I'll be like you know, bopping around, like yeah, getting a really good mood, and I want to do things, and I'm really upbeat, and that'll last maybe a few days, but then it doesn't it doesn't really last forever. Like you can go back to being sort of. I'd say I was fairly content. I'm not sure if that's happy. Okay, let me ask the question in a different way. So, I mean, I don't think it's any great surprise that the four of us in the room and all the other people who get involved with this podcast gravitate towards each other because kind of we're all curmudgeon miserable cunts. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I yeah. think it's fair. I think that's totally yeah. fair. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I might be the most curmudgeonly, the most miserable, but maybe... <laughs> I can maybe, be pretty miserable. Yeah. But, you know, it seems... When I, in my life... I observe people that I don't know very well, and it always seems like they're happy. Yeah, and that's true. and I wonder, are they? But then that's is the that thing. just the fact that are, you see the front exactly. of the person? Exactly. Are we seeing the Facebook image of an Instagram image of what people want us to think about their lives, and we're assuming that that's how their life is and how happy they are? I don't think anyone is that happy. I don't think anyone could honestly say they were genuinely all, like all happy all the time. I do have a deep mistrust of people that don't have a tremendous amount of cynicism, sarcasm in their lives. No, I don't like people like I that. I don't like... I hate people like that. Yeah. They're not going, real. So going back a good few years, before I moved to London, I was and I was still in Manchester, I do kind of have this memory of, like, multiple times getting the bus to work. I always kind of remember just, like, watching people on the street and everybody was frowning. <laughs> and maybe it's just that's how everyone looks in the it's north. It's a northern thing. Yeah, it's a northern is, thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, just my default first since moving down here. <laughs> I have, yeah. to be, I have to be more frowny in London. Yeah, but it's just everyone was everyone was frowning, and I, I remember thinking at the time, God, everyone looks so fucking ugly. <laughs> and they wouldn't. It's not that they are ugly. It's just the face they choose to pull as a default face is ugly. Mm. If people actually smiled, everyone looks about fifty percent better. I have to say though, I deliberately, if I'm in particular areas, if I'm wearing particular co- clothes, I'm very much aware that I don't want to look friendly because, as it is, you get hassled as a woman by men who are dicks. Now, if I go around smiling and looking happy, that's just an in. They're just like, oh, this girl wants me. Like, that's how these dicks yeah. think. So you have to have, like, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a march on. You've got to, like, striding away, looking angry. Because then at least you're in your default mode. So you're, you're waiting for some cunt to be like, all right, love. Or, like, you've like never, some You've shit. never considered wearing, like, a burlap sack and smiling <laughs> instead. No. Rather than hot pants and no, frowning. No, I, I prefer hot pants and a frown. It's just my look. <laughs> So Maria, what about you? You you're a happy go lucky soul who's always who's always smiling. <laughs> As you can tell from the podcast every time. Personally, I think it comes down to what everyone's definition of happy is. And what is your days, definition of happy? Most days I'm just so busy and caught up with just trying to keep everything moving that um I don't even <laughs> have time to stop and think if if I'm happy if that makes sense. I don't know. I think if I have if I have if I have enough food in a day <laughs> and if I can if I can get by without getting angry at people, I think it's a happy day for me. Mm. I think if I can get through a day well fed and not having angry thoughts towards a person, I think that's a happy day for me. I'm irrespective, pretty sure that's irrespective what... of what I have going on in my life. 
I'm pretty sure that's what prisoners say about being in prison. <laughs> that's how they describe it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my life, I'd say. I think if I get through a day without having angry or negative thoughts towards people, which is not which is not very often, so it's a, it's going to be a rare day. <laughs> and if I have enough food in my belly, then yes, then it's I would consider storm. that. A, I think yeah, I think that would be a good day in my books. And I genuinely, I don't, I don't know what happiness means anymore. Like to what Kat said, mm. like it's just a construct of what everyone's trying to sell you or what books keep trying to tell you is happiness. Like let go of this. This is the other thing. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but my fucking social media feed is always full of these yeah. contradictory quotes <laughs> from like a million inspirational people telling you what you need to let go of, what you need to hold on to and how you should live your life. And it fucking confuses the living. You know what makes me living- happy is just like block everyone that puts them <laughs> yeah. on the Facebook wall. And it fucking <laughs> it me confuses me no end because I was like, okay, so I've let go of that. But then now you're telling me I have to deal with it. But then this other thing tells me that I should just, just stick to my own guns. Ah, I'm just I don't know what the fuck confused. you follow. Like, my <laughs> Facebook profile is full of nihilist memes. Oh, I love nihilist, nihilist memes. memes. And, and cats. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's the only two things you get in my Facebook feed. And, you know, lefty nonsense See, politics. See, my fucking wall, people keep getting... To this week, there's been... One wedding, one engagement, and one baby being born on my Facebook wall, and I'm like, literally, that's fuck it. Up all the I, I actually, all that's it. I've had, I've <laughs> yeah, had a really busy week. I've had two. I've had two babies. I've had really, two weddings. <laughs> two weddings uh, and one engagement on my Facebook feed. I, I should be at a wedding right are, now. <laughs> Genuinely, well like one of my there. best friends is getting married today. Well done for shunning it. Um, <laughs> what was your excuse? Well, I only really had like a week and a half. No, oh, sorry, your genuine reason. No, no, my yeah, he's like one of my best friends. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, I, I he just invited you. I went to his late. first wedding, so fuck him. Some bit like mm-hmm. except where except in positions of citizenship, I couldn't imagine getting married to anybody. Or tax, because uh, you can save quite a bit of money in tax. Yeah, if my you get parents married. deliberately planned their wedding yeah. so that they could get the maximum tax benefit. My dad is such a romantic. Yeah. <laughs> but Wait, what if you do offset, you actually get? There is, there is uh, tax benefits I need to from do being a bit married. More research mm-hmm. into it because I am against marriage completely. My parents uh, have five marriages between them. I am, I am highly unconvinced that that tax benefit is significant. I mean, if particularly when offset against them. the cost of a wedding. Oh yeah, but you can and just go to the a cost of office. raising a family. For fuck's sake! If I mean, you're a professional couple. And you think, oh, we can save thousands of pounds a year in tax. I don't think you Let's can save thousands of pounds. Potentially. It's hypothetically speaking. I think there is something. I mean, that's why people do it. They're not just going to say, oh, well, we, we made 200 quid in tax net profit after, obviously, the registry fees and whatnot. My marriage vows would go to that. My marriage yeah. vows would go something along the lines of, do you promise to kind of like the person just enough for a while until you get bored of them. <laughs> that that's 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 the limit of what I would agree to in terms of a See, marriage. See, I'm not anti-marriage because I don't know. Perhaps this is a lot to do with your parents because my parents have been married for four t- almost in. Well, what's it? The date today, the third of September. 
and they don't hate each on other. Yeah. And your mum could do way better than your dad. Seventeenth <laughs> this month, they all have been married forty-one years, wow. um, and seemingly still pretty happy. So you know, I'm not, I'm not against marriage. Although I think a lot of people just like, I think a lot of people go fucking mental over the wedding, and it, I think weddings are a bit ridiculous, if I'm honest. I bet your parents have like a proper filthy sex life. Let's um, move on from that. Uh, <laughs> you ever caught them at it? You ever no. Heard, you ever hear them? No. Not like any whipping sounds or anything like no, that? No, nothing. I can only assume they only had sex twice. Just for me and my brother. Is their bedroom padded? <laughs> padded? Yeah. Like a cell? Well, <laughs> cell is strapped up to the wall. No. Did they have a swing? No. <laughs> we talked about a sex swing in the last episode. Or Did the you? episode before last, me and Rocky were talking about sex swings. Interesting. Perfect. I take it you've not listened to that. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How would a sex... I've never actually been on a sex swing. Um, it's kind of like a harness, really... the woman kind of... Or man. That's, that's the woman's What's... back. Yeah, or but man. if you're swinging, from... if you're swinging back what and forth, is... what purpose does yeah. that serve? You're up in the air and basically the guy's got complete control of you, so your kind of legs are split, split up. Like um, when you... Do you know, but like then... at the gyno? I understand. And your legs are split, but... You're up like that and the guy can just kind of like yeah, but move can't you can't just sit on the edge of like a table yeah and you can't do same thing yeah, yeah. Why, why do you need a swing suspended in the air but then why is that so good because someone decided to do it <laughs> um, I think it's yeah. overrated yeah is exactly I mean what, yeah. don't what, get it it's a novelty right yeah, what, yeah. what difference yeah. would it make unless there was I, I still don't get it no. like the, the the physics of it no I don't see how it would be in any more pleasurable than you no, just doing it on I your kitchen counter. There are two women yeah, that exactly. just revealed that they need to try out a sex swing. Yeah, really, don't you want to be really used, should. Maria? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't like control. Like, don't I don't like being like that out of control. Don't you feel like you're up in the air and just someone's toy to swing around and play with? Some people like being ultra submissive mm. and used by a, a you know a, a reception lineup. And also School have reception lineup of cocks. I'm just like, <laughs> no, you know, I have throwback to the childhood I... as well by being in a swing and going, wee. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't understand the, how the mechanics of it could be any interesting to a guy or a woman. No, I don't really understand. I think that. someone unless, needs to look at a video unless... online and see one in action. <laughs> I'm going to have a little check. Yeah. Okay, I'm by all means, carry, swing. carry on. Um, I need to get more of an idea. I don't yeah, see the it just, Yeah, it just feels like if you're both going to be hanging off this harness and then just rocking back and forth. It's pretty much the same as being in a bed. You're not both yeah. on the harness. One of you is on the harness. Okay, here's quite a good... <laughs> this, is, this is really blurry, but really hilarious. <laughs> to be honest, you only really have to look at the episode images of the last episode that yeah. came out of the podcast. Yeah. I just don't see the point. I but don't still, I don't... Ads. Yeah, I don't, that just looks... You could just sit on the edge of a table or a kitchen counter or a washing machine. But then you I don't, don't see him as zany that's... and kinking. You haven't invested yeah, exactly. in this that's thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, that though, isn't it? It's novelty. Go, oh, let's use it. yeah. It's novelty. Have you ever seen Burn After Reading? Yes. Yeah. Have yes. you seen the chair? The sex Why chair. Why the fuck would anyone buy exactly. that? Why don't we just like hammer it? You know what I mean? That's Exactly. It's, it's novelty. novelty. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, there, there is one image there, here of him <laughs> going down on her in a sex harness. That looks like it might be mildly interesting, but the rest yeah. of it is like, whatever. Nah. I don't think I'm going to be getting a sex swing anytime soon. Maybe. No. Maybe that's the reason why you're not happy. Yes. <laughs> maybe I need, all I need in life is a sex swing. Sex oh, we swing. can, you can do it that way around too. I think you two need to become swingers. <laughs> Sex swingers. It's a whole new, whole new swing. But on again, swingers. see that to me because there's nothing 
there isn't any tension from the front yeah. side yeah, of her. Yeah, like, like how does it work? They exactly. both will be rocking in the same yeah, direction. That's the point. It's like, it's, how does it? It yeah, doesn't make any sense. The guy be stood up and he'll be The whole point of it is there needs to be that kind of. Yeah, something to lean against. If yeah, you can't lean against anything if you're there. There needs to be something pushing back in order for it to be impactful, right? But that sex swing technique doesn't yeah, feel very. I'm really quite anti sex swings now. I just <laughs> the physics doesn't make sense. No, I thought you were very liberal, Kat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it in any kind of moralistic way. I just don't see the purpose. That does doesn't look. That doesn't do anything for me. No, no. It doesn't feel like it would. Don't knock it till you tried it. <laughs> Have you ever used one, Peter? No. Me neither. <laughs> I, I don't need much more than a, vag- a vagina to put my... B- a budget? <laughs> Did you just say a budget? <laughs> a budget vagina? A budget vagina to a stick budget. my wee-wee into. <laughs> a budget. Maybe a mouth from time to time, maybe a hand. Is that is that why you're happy? Because you have everything you need to stick no, your penis in. No, I'm not happy. In. God, I'm a fucking miserable sod. How, how, okay, so and you're you, someone that's getting regular sex. Yeah, you, you, have, so miserable? you have sex on tap. You have any hole you can ask yeah. for. You have tons of wine. You yeah, have all your toys. Why aren't you happy? You earn loads of money. Yeah, why aren't you happy? you still got your hair, just about. <laughs> it's, I've always had a ha- high hairline. I don't think it's really... <laughs> I don't think I'm losing it particularly fast. I was joking. Uh, why aren't I happy? I don't know. I just, I think that it's really hard to put into words. I think that, I think, I've got, I, think I suffer from kind of this grass is always greener syndrome. So an example of this is I think about going home to Manchester every day. Every single day I think about going, going back don't to Manchester. Well, I'm not planning on doing that, but I yeah. think about it every yeah. day. But like, I know absolutely categorically if I did that, I'd miss London. Uh, like I know, I, I know, I'd feel exactly the same way in Manchester that I feel here, kind of displaced. Mm. And I grew up feeling displaced because I actually moved to Manchester as a kid. Um, I was like nine when I moved, and I kind of had Harken because I came from Birkenhead originally, yeah. and I always kind of felt this weird affinity with Birkenhead. I fucking don't now. <laughs> I have to say, I don't feel any affinity with that place. Like, kind of experiencing it as an adult, a much more grown-up adult, like I realised, oh, no, this is actually a bit of a shell. Sorry, yeah. we're all people, but you know, <laughs> you know it's true. They, they have, not only do they have the fucking misfortune to live in a really shit place, but they can stare over the water at a much more acceptable place <laughs> in Liverpool all day long. Oh. That, that would, that would oh. drive out you. But I just, I think that my natural state is to not be too excited and about much. And I have to admit, like, I... I Kind of sometimes I watch, you know, on the the bus or something like that. I'll I'll watch kids talking and how excited they get over things, and I think, God, I fucking wish I still had that because I don't. Do I don't get think, excited by anything. Do you think there's something possibly that we all on the podcast have in common is that we're all? Would it be fair to say we're all kind of overthinkers and analyzers and quite intelligent thinkers and people that you don't want to say we're quite intelligent. You know, more than one person commented. On one of our early episodes, that when you started saying that, we all sounded really conceited. <laughs> well, I don't mean it in that way, but like, just, we just are... put it out there. Like, uh, two well... different people who don't know each other said that. Oh, well, sorry. 
Sorry, everyone. Sorry, but, podcast. No, I mean, I, I would say we, we were, I, and I don't mean in like an educated way, like, because you haven't even been to uni, but I, I mean in a kind of... <laughs> I haven't even been to uni. <laughs> I haven't even been to uni. <laughs> but like in a kind of, with the people that think about stuff, and I don't know if I'm maybe just projecting here, but like... <clears throat> I, I wouldn't necessarily you, equate that with intelligence. Mm, possibly not, possibly not. But, think, um, over, overthinking things overthinking is not necessarily a sign of, of intelligence. Do you not think? No, no, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, okay. there's plenty of obsessive compulsive people you could describe as overthinkers. I suppose so, but overthinkers about like the big things, like we're people that tend to analyze the world around us and we kind of we're cynical and we I, I question I... things, stuff like that. And do you not think if you're constantly kind of questioning everything and you're a bit cynical, it's maybe hard to be happy. Well, I would I would actually say that I go out of my way to not do them things that you're describing, really? even though I do them, obviously. Well, yeah, well, like, I, I make a special effort to not... I, I you know, it is not, it, it's not by accident that I live in this weird, medialist bubble, because it just makes me fucking miserable if all I ever see is what the uh, various media, major media organisations want to show me of the world which is all the things that are going wrong in it. It can Mm -hmm. give you a really fucking warped opinion of the world. Like, there are really shit things going on on a daily basis, but there's also loads of really good stuff that happens on a daily basis, and you get no sense of balance when all you see is that person got murdered, there's a war there, there's a plane (laughs) crash there. There are events, and they're real, and they affect people. Yeah. But there's loads more events which affect people in a much more positive way. I think you need to start watching The Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I think that would increase your happiness probably twofold. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I watch Gogglebox. That makes me happy. Oh, I love Gogglebox. Oh, I can't stand Gogglebox. Oh, I love Gogglebox. Sorry, Studio Lambert. <laughs> I think it's bloody great. That's it. You know, I, I occasionally watch Man City and they occasionally win. One of the reasons I think I feel unhappy a lot is because I have probably like four different things that I want to spend time doing. So that would be podcasting, mm-hmm. which we're doing that right now. One of the great things about setting yourself a goal of releasing an episode every week and also the having been in many bands in my life making music, always on the back of my mind that you want to keep people engaged with doing it. Therefore, mm-hmm. if we set ourselves a goal of doing one every week, we all, even though I kind of, I'm probably the shepherd of the podcast and shepherd <laughs> you all about. Shepherd of the podcast. The mummy. I am the podcast captain. I, I, guide, I make sure we, we go down guide the Guide the ship. I guide the ship. Um, but I think the, um, the fact that we sort of, well, I set us a goal and we all kind of agreed to it of doing it once a week means that we have this inbuilt cycle of we meet every two or three weeks mm-hmm. and we record two or three episodes and, and that cycle continues week after week after week. But the other things I want to do in my life is making music. Mm. And unfortunately, in the time that we've been podcasting, my music making has took a back seat because I never feel like, you know, when we're not recording, I'm editing or I'm doing some social media activity Mm. or I'm thinking of new weirder ways to advertise the podcast. Like there's actually two different YouTube channels associated with the Big Question podcast, which have got loads and loads of clips um, from full movies to short comedy clips, right, yeah, yeah. which have links directly to our website. <laughs> Do we know if that's working? Oh, fucking hell, does it work? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing. Like, I, I put I put a video of Ghostbusters up online, and it had 75,000 views. <laughs> oh, shit! And only a small percentage of them clicked on the links. Yeah, but still. But a percentage of them did. It eventually got pulled down by Warner Brothers. Oh, really? Or well, whoever it was. 
But so there's two things. There's two I things. Why? Yeah, I can't imagine. I actually only I've to this point I've only actually downloaded videos I found on YouTube and re-uploaded them on my channel. So they're already there. So there's that. There was programming. So I, I'm a software developer as as my day job, and I always sort of feel like I should do something programming wise that is nothing to do with my job. So like one of the things I've been thinking about recently is is writing some kind of social media campaign software, which is specifically for the purpose of advertising the podcast, that you set it off, and every week that you go, right, here's the new episode, here's the new blog, because obviously we have a blog as well. Honey Trap Dating, Tales from the Wrong Check Side of the out. Dating Tracks. Synergy. <laughs> yeah, can't fight it, synergy. Um, and I was kind of thinking, well, this kind of so if I wrote this kind of social media program, it could kind of run in the background and then intermittently interact with Twitter and say, right, send this tweet. And I could get it to almost yeah. randomly reassemble tweets for me based on whatever the re- the episodes that were out that week were. So because like with Twitter, for example, you can't send the same tweet over and over and over again. Mm. Mm-hmm. But also you might want to send it to like different hashtags. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking, well, if I wrote a piece of software, which kind of did that, and sent out like five or six tweets yeah, a day yeah. or 20 tweets a day to the different hashtags with different tweets, but ultimately advertising the same thing. But then I was sort of thinking, well, you could if you did that, then you could also do that with Facebook and maybe Google Plus and all this kind of thing. So you had one, a one-button <clears throat> press social media campaign. And I've got as far as I've made the connection with Twitter, <laughs> uh, but I can't figure out how to send a tweet because I spent like an hour on it a week ago. So I never get time to do that. And then then on the, the fourth thing that I'd like to do is have a social life. <laughs> and actually, that really doesn't happen very much. Although the podcast is a social life. It is a social life, mm. of course. But like, I always feel like if I had more time to dedicate to them four things, I'd be happier. But unfortunately, the fifth thing that gets in my way is I have a full-time job. And the sixth yeah. thing that gets in my way is I've got a girlfriend who I live with. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But... You know, trying to fit them six different things into my life doesn't work. So most of them take a back seat to doing podcast related mm. things. Mm. But I do feel like I'd be a happier soul. There was a there was a point um, two years ago, or three years ago, where I took 17 Mondays off in a row. I remember at that. Work, and I just, that was like the greatest summer I'd ever had in my life. It was just brilliant. Oh, such a good idea. I know, it was fucking excellent. If that was a permanent affair yeah then i feel like i'd have more time mm. like there's a guy i work with who only works three days a week and i hate his face yeah, <laughs> yeah I can imagine. so to that point in france I, I read somewhere so there's a there's been a couple of laws that have been passed this year one is i think a work week in some country has been reduced to four days or there is there is a, there is a yeah, yeah, Sweden or, British, yeah. yeah but it's not every job one of the nordic I don't, I don't think it's every job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Norway. But... Norway, it might be. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think in France, they've now made it officially illegal to respond to any work correspondence after 6.30pm. That's amazing. And yeah. so my question Vive is... Vive la France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My question is, to your point about, you know, um, work taking up so much of your time and not giving it... Do you reckon if it did come down to that, we had to work less um, in a given week, so you had extra time to do what you wanted to do, 
Would you actually do what you wanted to do, or would you just waste that time? Oh, absolutely, doing absolutely that. that's nothing. what I do. Reverse yeah. masturbate yeah. and playing on your Xbox. Yeah, just sleep most. And of then, me, would you would that would that bring you anywhere closer to being happier, or would it just be another? I think I would be happier. Yeah. No question, I'd be happier. Yeah, absolutely, no question. Yeah. Um, I w- what I did with them seventeen extra days off in a row or, on Mondays is I asked about, that, that's literally all I did. I asked about, I did music every other week, maybe. Yeah. I went and went to a museum maybe once a month. Yeah. I ambled in, a, I was in Kentish Town in North London at that time, so I'd maybe go and walk in Hampstead Heath or something like that. You know, I really, I didn't do, I didn't do much with the time. Yeah. But, oh God, did I enjoy that time. Disengaging. Disengaging, yeah. Off, yeah. I just, I just loved having nothing to do. I love having nothing to do. Yeah, I, I just can't get enough of that. Mm. And that makes me happy. Mm. But yeah. I, I feel like I have very little of my life where I have nothing. I feel guilty for not doing the things that, of all the things I just described, that I want to do, mm. even though some days all I want to do is sit and play Xbox. Yeah. I You know, I, every time I sort of sit down to play Xbox, I think, well, I really should write a blog or something like that. <laughs> and I don't always feel inspired to do it, mm. but... Like today, I did some music. Um, I spent I, I spent three hours working on a tune and doing some music, and it was the first time in the first time I properly sat down to do it in two months. Sorry, Gary. I, I know you don't li- you don't really listen to this podcast when you're not a part of it, but yeah, yeah I turn li- up anyway. Yeah, he barely <laughs> even shows. Fucking, fucking um, Gary. Gary. So yeah, I I I'd love more time. That would make me very happy. Temporarily, and then yeah. I'd get used to it and blase, and then that would I'd be unhappy with it, and I'd want more time. I just went from working um, six day weeks and night shifts in Edinburgh, and I was like busy pretty much all the time. I was going home after work, going to bed, waking up, then going to work, and I did that for pretty much like three over three weeks. And um, I've come back, and I've just had a week off after that, and I've been bored, absolutely bored. I loved having things to do. And having too much time on my hands, I don't like disengaging anymore. I like doing things. It's kind of annoying uh, just to be sat there playing on my Xbox, not having anything to do and being in London where everything's happening outside and you're kind of like, let me in, let me in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've been like really indifferent. I've not been unhappy. I've been, I was very happy in Edinburgh. Coming back here, I've just been really indifferent to everything until I get back into the swing of things again. So... And then as yeah. soon as you're back in the swing of things, you'll I'll probably crave... get a bit disinterested with yeah. it, yeah. yeah. So this goes this goes back to what I was saying before. Grass is always greener. Whatever it is that you're not doing, that's what you want to be doing. Yeah. It's true. And so basically, in conclusion, we can never be happy. No, never, ever. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe if I had... If I didn't have to worry about money, if I had all the people I wanted to hang out with around me... And I could do whatever I wanted with my time. Maybe I'd be happy. I'd certainly be happier. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I'd. I think I'd be content, like you put it earlier. Are you if basically I, saying if that I just say? yeah, sorry. Are you basically saying that happiness is a capitalistic construct? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Not capitalistic. I'm basically with with people I want to hang out with, and if they're around any time I want them. I can do whatever I want, so that doesn't necessarily mean I have to do my nine to five job. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can 
I can pick a new job every single day if I wanted. <laughs> and I didn't have to worry about, you know, money and shit. Just then imagine how much more time you'd have to watch porn and masturbate. Exactly. I could do whatever I wanted. I think that's the key. If you could do whatever you wanted, yeah. Yeah. surely that's that's a, a a gateway to happiness, so I'd say. control I think, of your own time. Yeah, exactly. but I, all I want to do Unhappiness is... really comes from the fact that you don't have control over or things don't pan out the way you want them to. But if things panned out exactly how you wanted them to and everything went to your will, then surely we'd all be happier, no? Yeah, but I, I want to swim to the bottom of the ocean without any scuba gear. Yeah, and if you could do that, <laughs> that would make you happy, right? And I also want to, you know walk across the moon without a spacesuit. I want to ride a unicorn to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to I want to ride a unicorn full stop. Not to work. I mean screw work. But... <laughs> Just to, to the corner shop. Yeah. I want I want to ride a unicorn to the corner shop and buy crates of Prosecco. Yeah. And then Bring... And milky bar buttons. Uh, <laughs> and and live. lots and lots of and lots and lots of food. Um, that I can oh, that that's you, like straight from home you live you live kind of Hackney area don't you yeah surely people are already fucking doing that <laughs> <laughs> the unicorns are not really um, uh, not really popular not, in, uh, in Hackney <laughs> in, in the Haggiston area no you don't get unicorns as much it's yeah, more of a Dalston thing in that area mm. so they, they're not very popular anymore. no they're yeah. not <laughs> Okay, well, that seems like we've included that question. <laughs> It'd be um, amazing riding a unicorn, though. Oh, my God. Can someone please make just that happen? Just imagine how fabulous you'd feel. I would be happy for that entire <laughs> evening. They shit rainbows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you'll never be happy because you, you'll be happy. You just said you'll only be happy when you ride a mythical creature. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> it's We're doomed. Like, the, the search for <laughs> happiness continues. Um, Question answered, and the answer is no. <laughs> I think it's probably time to shut this podcast down. Say goodnight, Kieran. I mean, Liam. Goodnight, Kieran, Liam. Say goodnight, Catherine. Goodnight, Catherine. Say goodnight, Maria. Goodnight, Maria. Goodnight, say goodnight, Peter Martin. Goodnight, ladies. <laughs> goodnight. Good Fuck you, Peter Martin. Martin. Indians and IT go together like my shit and cat's toilet. Oh. I was about to correct and say cats and my toilet, but I don't think they're <laughs> Very good. I'm surprised you don't know how to use computers, Maria. Naturally. Because I'm not Indian, remember? Oh, someone someone on the holiday thought I was from... Um, Kenya. <laughs> from Peru. Peru. And someone else thought I was from Cuba. I was like, what the... It's the tan. It's the bloody tan. So Cuban. <laughs> look at that. Look at that skin. Can you see the shine on that skin? It's so shiny. Look. It's so sh- I'm so proud of my tan. I'm so proud of my tan. I have it. Go to Croatia, you fucking sweat like a pig because it's so hot and humid, and the sun is just 
oppressive. Oh. It beats off in your head. It's so Right, pull your microphones in, people. Right. Always remember, keep it a big dick's length away. Yeah. It's interesting that, like, all you, you all seem to have a different perception of what a big dick is. And Maria's, fucking hell. Maria was telling me earlier about a certain dick that she saw. That she had the privilege of almost having in her, but she was too scared to have it in her because it was so oh big. <laughs> it was a giant, ginormous Kenyan dick. <laughs> ginormous Kenyan dick. Yeah, it was. It was. Fucking oh, hell, this. It's an early, early contender for a bit of the episode title, right? <laughs> find us on bigquestionpodcast.com or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash bigquestionpodcast or you can find us on twitter at underscore bigquestionpodcast podcast.